Hello guys, welcome back to Living Through a Pandemic. And today we're going to be experimenting with a slightly new structure for our podcasts where I'll now be uploading daily 5 to 15 minute episodes um, which each address a specific question or a specific topic instead of being lengthier episodes. And so our first matter of interest today to start this series off is how the coronavirus disease of 2019 is different from the flu. Influenza, or the flu, and COVID-19, which is the illness caused by the new coronavirus, are both infectious respiratory illnesses. Although the symptoms of COVID-19 and the flu can look similar, they are actually caused by different viruses. Now, to just go over some of the similarities between the two, we're going to break it up into four separate categories based on symptoms, transmission, treatment, and prevention. As far as symptoms go, both the COVID-19 disease and flu um, cause fever, cough, body aches, fatigue, and then sometimes in extreme situations, things like vomiting and diarrhea. And the symptoms can both be mild or severe and fatal in rare cases, but essentially both are capable of causing some of the same symptoms and can actually result in pneumonia. As far as transmission is concerned, Both diseases are spread from person to person through droplets in the air from an infected person coughing, sneezing, or even talking. However, a potential difference is that COVID-19 might spread through an airborne route, which we'll get into a little later. Another important thing is that the transmission of both can be spread by an infected person for several days before the symptoms actually appear, which means that someone might be a carrier of either disease and we might not even know. As far as treatment is concerned, neither virus is actually treatable with antibiotics, which only work on bacterial infections, not infections that are caused by viruses like those for the flu and COVID-19. The main means of treating these diseases then is not to actually treat the virus itself, but to address the symptoms that it's causing by things like reducing fever or in severe cases, uh, using hospitalization and support like mechanical ventilation as a means of reducing the severity of the symptoms that a patient is facing. As far as prevention is concerned, now both can be prevented by frequent thorough hand washing, Um, which is something that's being reiterated by experts all over the world right now because it's our best means of avoiding to get the disease. There's also things that we've always been told of coughing into the crook of your elbow or staying home when you're sick. And while this is reinforced with the flu, it's much more important with COVID-19, especially because we don't know a lot about it. Um, And so generally, limiting contact with people who are infected And the concept of social distancing is key for both the flu and COVID-19, especially right now to limit the spread of COVID-19 in our communities. So that's everything as far as similarities are concerned that are most important to most people. Um, As you can tell, there are quite a few similarities, and so it's very easy to mistake the flu for the COVID-19 disease. But in reality, they are different, and there's quite a few factors that play into making them different. So the first one being the cause, right? COVID-19 is caused by one virus, the novel 2019 coronavirus, which is now actually called a severe acute respiratory syndrome coronavirus 2, or SARS-CoV-2. 
So that's the lengthier name for it, but the disease it it causes is COVID-19, or that's what we've shortened it to. On the other hand, the flu is caused by any of several different types and strains of influenza viruses, which is why in some cases the vaccines that we use might not be the most effective and people still end up with the flu. So in short terms, COVID-19 is caused by one virus, the flu is caused by several different types and strains every season ultimately. Transmission-wise, while both the flu and COVID-19 are transmitted in similar ways, um, COVID-19 is thought to be spread through a little more longer, long-term airborne route, just because even though the droplets are much heavier, which means they aren't going to be carried across the air for a lot longer, they can cause the disease even after an ill person is no longer near if they stick to surfaces like a table and contaminate it moving forward. So COVID-19 is actually more contagious right now based on the r naught value that we discussed in an earlier episode. And so that's why transmission of COVID-19 is much more serious in some cases, especially right now. Antiviral medications is a big difference between the two as well. COVID-19, antiviral medications and other therapies are actually still being tested to see if they can address the symptoms and make a difference in alleviating kind of the pain. But for the flu, it's clear that antiviral medications can address symptoms and actually sometimes shorten the duration of the illness or how long a person can experience those symptoms for. So COVID-19 still being tested, flu has been confirmed to work. The same goes kind of for the vaccine idea. Um, COVID-19, there isn't a vaccine available right now, but it's in progress and being tested to help alleviate some of the pain that everyone's been going through. But with the flu, a vaccine is available and it's effective to prevent some of the most dangerous types of the flu or the specific dangerous strains. And it has been shown to reduce the severity of the flu. So that's another reason why the flu isn't as big of a concern or why we don't have such severe social distancing and social isolation policies in place because it's something that we have treatment policies in place for. As far as infections go, COVID-19 has approximately 435,000 cases worldwide of which we have nearly 70,000 in the U.S. and those are still bound to grow and this is data uh, as of March 25th. And as far as the flu goes, yes, we have a billion cases worldwide and approximately 9.3 to 45 million cases in the U.S. per year. But even then, the mortality rate has been shown to be under control, especially in comparison to the population that it's affecting. So as of deaths, um... That kind of falls along the same lines. As of March 25th, 2020, there have been 19,625 deaths reported worldwide, of which around 1,000 have been reported in the U.S. Now, with the flu, we're looking at almost 291,000 to 646,000 deaths worldwide, of which we have 12,000 to 61,000 deaths in the U.S. And yes, those numbers are definitely bigger, But again, it's affecting much, much, much more of our population than COVID-19 is. And ultimately, it comes down to remembering that the COVID-19 situation is changing rapidly. And since this disease is caused by a new virus, people obviously don't have the immunity to it or even a sense of herd immunity um, yet. 
and a vaccine may be months away, which is why this situation is a lot more dangerous than something like the flu has been. So doctors and scientists are working on estimating the mortality rates and the projections of its spread for COVID-19, but at present, it is thought to be much higher than most strains of the flu. Moving forward, um, it's very important that everyone keeps in mind the practices that we've always been encouraged to follow of washing our hands, making sure to stay away from other people if we're sick, and emphasizing those factors as much as we always have and even more during this difficult time to make sure that we're taking the practices and we're making sure we're taking the steps that we need to stay safe and healthy and ensure that our entire community is also staying safe. So that's it for today. Um, again, we're trying out a new structure these next few weeks just so everyone gets a quick little memo every day, but it isn't overly long or it has the information that we would need anyways. And so that's everything for today. Thank you so much for listening and I hope to see you tomorrow. Thank you.